Welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast. Um, and I'm going to continue this very interesting conversation about the extrinsic and the intrinsic and the difference between the two. And today I think I want to touch more on extrinsic rewards and, um, and the link between that and insecurity. Now, think of it this way. Would Gandhi post selfies on Instagram if he'd had Instagram in his time? Would Mother Teresa, would, uh, you know, would Napoleon have posted selfies on Instagram? So I, I kind of think about the very, there's very subtle, I guess, everyday examples of extrinsic rewards that are very, well, they're very hooking, they're very catchy, they're very appealing in everyday life. And, you know, I just think about those things and then you know, in relation to, I guess, people who are too busy uh, to care about extrinsic rewards. Now, what are extrinsic rewards? They're, they're, they're normally external things. So, an example might be, you know, getting a house for the sake of the image of having a house, a fancy car, a job title, praise. We've talked about some of these in the past episodes, and there are plenty of examples. But the link between that and insecurity is a really interesting one to explore. Now, this is something that you, as a competent uh, person, we know that much, right? You, you have some basic competency. You'll definitely already be aware of this. And then I guess in this episode, it just becomes clearer how much more important and specific and clear this link is. And you'll start to, I guess, spot it a lot more. I think the first premise to kind of get across is that people that tend to be more insecure about something, sensitive about an area or not sure about an area of themselves, like if they're good enough, if they're good looking enough, if they're successful enough, if they fit in, whatever uh, body image, whatever it might be, one might be insecure about, because of the insecurity, there's kind of this hollowness. Once you think of it as a hollowness and there's therefore this desire and need to fill the hollowness and for that reason, insecure people, more than in general, crave measurable and tangible things. Now, we're all wired to be predisposed to that anyway. So measure and tangible. So that's why things like buying a house, buying a car, having a job title, um, getting praise, Instagram followers or social media, fo social media followers, things that can become a clear metric that are really easy to observe and really easy to hold up and show to other people. Awards, you know, think about if you had a Nobel Prize, think about if you had an Academy Award or a gold medal. These are very tangible and clear things that tend to point to how good you are as a signaling mechanism to everyone else around you. So think about how appealing that is to someone who's not sure about themselves. Kind of like a moth to light. Now, people who are, so we want to flip that. People who are more intrinsically driven, who have things that fulfill them. And that's why, you know, would Gandhi have taken selfies? Well, they, they won't be as attracted and sensitive to those rewards. They're fulfilled by other things. And which is not good or bad in and of itself. But I think the thing is, there's two points the extrinsic rewards and relying on them, when we've talked a bit about extrinsic traps, 
because of the way our, you know dopamine our pleasure treadmill the way all this sort of astro the dog stuff works they're kind of a, a short-term solution but a, a, normally a, a, a path to worsening and worsening and compounding reliance and addiction they basically can work they can work like addiction depending on how they're wired which is social media is the most powerful example today the other thing is that being more attracted the intrinsic rewards great it comes from within what's what makes that different well the things that come from within tend to be good they tend to be aligned and they don't have to be maintained by doing things out in the world as much as the extrinsic rewards do for example you know if i enjoy writing enjoy podcasting it's i enjoy doing it i get to do it so if I'm doing this more because I enjoy it or because there's a particular message to convey that I think is important internally, then it, it sets the work in a much more honest platform. Whereas if I'm doing this to get attention and get followers, it'll be quite spammy. It'll be quite scattered because I'll probably be jumping on whatever trend I can uh, to try and catapult this and to try and, you know, game attention and be a lot more hoppy and skippy. And you, you'd tell, and you can tell when you listen to podcasts, read books, see people's Instagram activity, social media activity, you can start to spot that. Um, so that's, that's, that's the why, and that's why it's so important to understand this dynamic. So the rule of thumb is the more kind of insecure you are, the more you will covet clear markers and extrinsic rewards. And that's the link. To come back to it, there was a great quote from the book The Third Door, by, and it's by Elliot Bisnow, Bisnow sorry, who uh, created and, and runs still a summit series in the US, which is basically this really cool organization that organizes retreats and cool experiences for entrepreneurial sort of people. And, and they do it in a very kind of subtle and, you know, invite-only kind of way, seclusive way. So really cool mission. And the quote in the book is, People, something to the effect of people who are doing really good work never put everything they're doing on social media. And I guess the thing is, when you're just busy and you've got real things going on, it kind of removes the need. You know, would Gandhi put selfies of himself on Instagram? Kind of removes the need. One of the metaphors I've used or analogies I've used to start thinking about this, this whole insecurity, extrinsic rewards thing is the kind of the heavy and linky jars, which is partly influenced by Liam Hounsell, uh, my good friend. So hat tip to him. Um, and it's basically the idea of we take on these heavy jars, right? And they're empty. So for example, I'm not popular, empty and heavy jar. It's a burden carrying that idea around. I'm not good looking. I need to fill that bucket. Um, I'm not rich or successful enough compared to my peers. And so on and so on. And each one of those is like a thing you've got to, you feel like you've got to fill it. You get this idea, it's heavy to carry around and it's empty. Now you might try as hard as you can to fill that with something, right? So seeking the validation, pushing stuff out there in the world, relying on social media, Right? Looking for awards, looking for recognition, looking for praise, looking for validation. All right? Pushing your image out there. Chasing shiny objects. 
anything that you can fill that empty and heavy jar with. The problem is that they're also leaky, which is why I love this, what Liam brought to it. They're leaky, so you can never actually maintain them. You have to keep going, keep going, keep going, because everything you put in there just leaks back out again. It doesn't last, and nothing keeps the jar full. So you've got this heavy work, and the more of them you've got, you know, I guess the more insecure you are because there's more emptiness. You've got these ideas that you need to fill. You've got to fill, you've got to fill, you've got to fill. It's hard work, and they're heavy, and the weight is incredible. So the solution is not filling those heavy jars. It's dropping them. It's dropping them. Dropping the need. So this, you know, big powerful phrase here, and it's easier said than done, admittedly. Self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. What if you don't need to go start businesses and, you know, create an empire for yourself and create a legacy what if you didn't need to do all that stuff because you just accepted you were great the way you are right now? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for encouraging, obviously, um, you know, the education work I do, nonlinear journeys and entrepreneurship and creativity. And I am one of the biggest advocates for all these things, but not for the sake of uh, the heavy jar, the heavy leaky jar feeling, you know, I believe in those tools as a means of service, of contribution, of, uh, I guess, fulfillment of duty. And that I, f I find just for myself, that's a much healthier orientation. You know, am I making a podcast so I can feed my, feed my ego, scratch my narcissistic impulses, you know, ha get attention? That'd be a terrible reason to do it get recognition, get validation, it'd be a terrible reason to do it. Um, but it, it's certainly one of the reasons people can publish content these days. A lot of people putting content out in the world and, you know, because it's accessible. But does it lead into the whole extrinsic? Does it lead into the extrin extrinsic? So yeah, if you don't, if you're not pushing, if you just don't, you know, you accept yourself the way you are, accept yourself the way you are and you're not insecure about those things so in other words you know this podcast is not the joe rogan experience right now all right i'm perfectly aware of that it's not even close and it's certainly not the end of the world it's certainly not the end of the world now if i was insecure about that it'd be a dif different story it'd be a lot more frenetic it wouldn't be as enjoyable And there's, there's countless examples uh, in your life. You know, if you're insecure about things, then yet you also chase them with this, this yeah, what I call this kind of frantic kind of energy. You know, it's obsessive because you need to fill an emptiness. But ironically, because you're obsessed and you're so crazy about it, it's kind of like a needy person in a relationship. Like it'll just actually scare off the outcome you want. And I just read the book, um, it took me a while, such a classic book, but The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And that's that's basically all about that idea as well. A lot of Anthony DeMello stuff talks about that. Now, just to conclude, it's natural to say I don't want to be hooked on extrinsic rewards, right? You don't, No one wants to admit to being in it for, you know, the money or the prestige or, 
you know, the validation from other people. No one wants to admit, admit these things. It's not fashionable to, all right? It makes us look weak. Now, this is, we're not here to kind of judge. And that's the important part. We're not here to judge other people. We're not here to judge ourselves. We're here to understand other people and understand ourselves. People who might be driven by insecurity are not bad people. And we've all had, I'm sure, some form of insecurity at some point. But we're not bad people. So it's nothing to be judged. The best thing is actually just realizing it's a human thing. We're vulnerable to it. It's the reality that we're presented with. To just accept it and own up to it. And once you own up to it, you can be conscious of it. And only then can you actually avoid them. So there's no benefit to be found in saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm so intrinsically driven. I'm so genuine. Now, I, Joe, here, will admit that, again, these extrinsic traps definitely pop up in the work I'm doing. You know, it's easy to look at the number of podcast listeners, the number of blog readers. Easy to think about, you know, am I on the right track? You know, am I getting the credit I, I deserve? It's easy for those thoughts to filter through. Am I getting enough praise? It's easy, but they're all, they're all traps. They're all Astro, the dog barking. You know, it's, and then sometimes these things pop up and I look back to the reason I started. And it's always good to look back. I write and I journal and I look back at the reason I started and I think, oh, I don't really care about any of that shit. I just want to try and do good, honest work. So if it's hard to tell the difference, right? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm in this job right now. I want the promotion. How do I know I don't just want the promotion for extrinsic reasons? Or, you know, or do I genuinely want it? Because it's not necessarily the thing. Sometimes it's just actually the energy pursuing it with. So how do I know? How do I know I'm not making this podcast for attention? How do I know I'm genuinely trying to open doors for others? How do we know these things? One of the things I think about is the whole needs versus wants test, which is a big part of the minimum viable lifestyle. So asking... Do I need the promotion? Do I need to have millions of listeners? You know, do I need a romantic partner? Do I need the gold medal? And if it really feels like a need, it, it's probably more likely to come from insecurity because it means if I don't have that need implies, if I don't have that, it's like the life's not worth living. And there's very few things that, that are, you know, extrinsic rewards that are actually appropriately thought of as life or death outcomes. Whereas want, yes, I would like the promotion because it'd be cool to do that job and it'd be advancing my skills and my contribution. I would like a romantic partner because there'd be someone to challenge me and grow with and et cetera, and company, et cetera, all the benefits. You know, I want to have more podcast listeners so I can open more doors for others and enjoy the journey. So that's the question to you. What can you admit to that you're vulnerable to? Something small. It doesn't have to be big. And admitting it just enables you to be conscious of it. And that's what enables you to protect yourself from it. You know? And do you not accept yourself the way you are? Is there something you're vulnerable about that you don't like talking about that you wouldn't want people to know about you? You don't have to go and advertise it to the world. But look it in the eye for a sec today. And contemplate it. Just think about where you're vulnerable and maybe journal about it a bit or write about it. Speak about it with a friend if you're up to it. But just accept it. 
you know, and I've stopped posting any personal stuff on social media. It's mainly all just podcast stuff now because I'm kind of like, I just can't be bothered. There was no conscious decision. It was just the bucket just got forced out over time. So we'll keep talking about this more in further podcast episodes. Thanks for tuning in again today. And uh, just remember daily podcasts. So we're back again tomorrow. And in the meantime, as always, remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. See ya.